0: Amen. What a joyous occasion to have the Wheeler and White family with us here at New Zion today. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. Amen. Amen. And saints of God, amen. (laughs) Without prolonging the time, amen, I would like to turn your attention to a very familiar passage of Scripture Found in the Gospel according to Matthew. Uh, the, gospel according to Matthew the Gospel according to Matthew, Chapter twenty eight. The Gospel according to Matthew, Chapter twenty. We want to put our emphasis today, amen, on verses 16 through 20. The Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. And would everyone please stand for the reading of God's holy word. The gospel according to Matthew chapter 28 starting at verse 16. You will find these words. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee. To the mountain which Jesus has appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to you from the thought, unfamiliar territory. Unfamiliar territory. The gospel according to Matthew was written to portray Jesus Christ as king. A king of a kingdom. Pilate asked Jesus at one point Are you a king? And he said rightly you say But my kingdom is not of this world If it had been my servants would have not allowed me to be delivered up But my kingdom is not of this realm And everyone in this room who ascribes to the citizenship of the kingdom of God, amen, is from a kingdom that is foreign to the society in which we live. On one perspective, amen, everyone in here is familiar with the territory in which we travel. But in another perspective, everyone in here should be unfamiliar as well because when you have put your faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior you have been moved from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light there has been a change you are no longer who you used to be as Paul uh, contends with the Ephesians you once were sons of disobedience but now you are sons of the light you don't group around in darkness like you once did trying to find your way because now your way is Jesus Christ and he says I am the way the truth and the light no one comes unto the father except by me So in one aspect, we are an inclusive group, but in another way, exclusive. You can't get to God any old kind of way. You can't get to God except one way, and that is Jesus Christ. Either Jesus Christ is telling the truth, or he is a fraud. But I contend that he's not a fraud, he is the Son of God. So this text that we are dealing with today deals with unfamiliar territory for a group of people who have been chained. Well, yeah. Over the past a couple of weeks, um, my wife has introduced me to a couple of movies that I'd heard about but had never watched. Uh, one of those movies was Finding Nemo. And the other is Finding Dory. Uh, That's not normally, usually movies that I normally go to see, amen? Um, But my wife, she is um, so convincing, amen? So I said, we got to go see these movies. And I got to catch up because I don't want to have missed something in Nemo and, and not understand something in Dory. But, but as I sit and I began to, to watch the movies, I, I, I saw some things that would apply to the church. Right. I, I saw how uh, Marlon, Nemo's dad, was like, Nemo, stay close. Stay, stay inside. Don't go off the edge. Don't go into the deep. All right. S- stay right here. Stay close to the teacher, the Ray, and all of the children that, who are you know, perfect, and they fit just the mold to be in the class. I noticed how when the ray, it began to fly that the kids were on top of the ray, and they were going together in unison. Everything looked so beautiful, amen, in their space. They had confined themselves to a small place in the vast sea of the world so that they could control things, so that they could be around people that were like them, who talked like them, who understood like them, so that they would be comfortable. They wanted to be in familiar territory. But as I watched the stories, I found out that even through a rebellion of Nemo, God was able to use something special for them that other people would be blessed or other fish would be blessed. Amen. There were handicaps all over the place. Uh But there were sharks who found out that their their, uh, disablements, their handicaps were actually things that could be used for their advantage if they would just work together. Uh So when we come back to the context of the church, amen, we have build up our own pads, if you will. We'll build up our own small areas of comfort so that we can be around folks just like us. Folks that talk like us and dress like us and think like us and have uh, middle income jobs, amen, and and are able to live in houses that are similar to ours. But there is a deep out here, there is a vast Ocean expansion that has many other things here that need to be blessed by us. We found in the nation of Israel they had the same problem. Because God had set them apart as His chosen nation, they believed that they were exclusive to the blessing of God. But don't thumb your nose at Israel because if you're not careful in the church, you will start to act as if you are exclusive and that the blessing is set apart only for you. But it, all we have to do is think back for just a little while. All we have to think back is before we gave our hand to the preacher and gave our heart... To God, All we got to do is think back to them days when we ran the streets all night long. When we got to the club at 11 o'clock and was mad if the club closed at 4. Said we wanted to stay open all into the morning. We don't have to go back that far, but something happens. When we enter into the church, something happens where we begin to get spiritual amnesia. Something happens to where now it's us and them, but yet we once were part of them. Amen. We begin to 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 move away and to build up barriers between us and those who are outside of the commonwealth of Israel, outside of the kingdom of God and we build up these walls Amen, as if they have no reason to be with us and we have no reason to be with them but if we would take a moment to think there was somebody somewhere who decided to go to where you were when you were sons and daughters of disobedience and tell you about the good news of Jesus When we were lost, we could not find our way. I don't know about you, but when I was in the world, I wasn't thinking about Jesus. I wasn't thinking about God. I was thinking about what I could do for me and how I could take advantage of what I needed to take advantage of. But one day on my job at the cardboard baler, there was a Jesus fanatic that came by and told me all about the Lord. And I rejected him for a while, but the word got down on the inside, and I cried out, Lord, save me. But if he had not gone into the marketplace of unbelievers in unfamiliar territory and shared with me the gospel, where would I be today? So today I say to us that we must remember that we were designed for this unfamiliar territory. When we look at our text, Jesus says that all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Now if Jesus is our source, if Jesus is our life, If Jesus is our commissioner, then that ought to let us know that the authority that Christ has that he will give to us freely to carry out the mission. But one of the things that will occur if you're not careful is you will get an identity crisis. You will forget that you are commissioned and you will forget who commissioned you. You will forget that God has all power. And that in order to carry out his mission, he uses you and I. But he is willing to give us authority in order to carry out his mission. Some of us have forgotten what the mission is as well. That's all part of the identity Christ. James says, it's like a man who goes to the mirror and looks at himself And immediately when he leaves, he forgets who he is. We are reminded who we are on Sunday mornings and Wednesdays, amen, when we're in the church. But because we do not apply what we have heard, amen, we're like this man that goes immediately into an identity crisis. Today, saints of God, I stand here to encourage us and to... to, to, call for us to remember that we are commissioned by God to go out into the dark and dismal world. Look at the text. It says, go therefore. Jesus says, because all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth, you go and make disciples of all the nations. Jesus is not making the gospel exclusive to any one people. Well. Jesus wants the gospel to flow freely to all nations. Yes. He wants it to flow freely to whomever, race, color, or creed. Because the God of Israel is also the God of the Gentiles. Yes. Amen, Reverend Stevens? This God, amen, desires that the whole world be saved. The Bible says, amen, that through this one nation would come a seed, amen, that all nations would be blessed. Amen. We are the byproducts of that blessing. Amen. Because of the Jews and the seed of Jesus Christ, you and I can now say that we are children of God. But the end doesn't stop there. God has left us here to be a blessing to somebody else. The church is the only membership organization who's established for the benefit of its non-members. This is not a country club that you join to get benefits. Because you are part of this membership, you've got benefits that are to be shared with the non-members for the explicit purpose of making them members. They don't have to enter first and then get benefits. They ought to get benefits before they enter in. They ought to get the benefits of the gospel being shared with them that they might know the way to the light, that they might know the way to have eternal life. Are y'all following me today, saints? So when we look at the text, he says, make disciples. If this is unfamiliar territory, amen, into an institutional church that has over the years become one that people come into the doors, amen, have a worship service, and leave out quickly, get in their cars, and go back home. But that's not how the church was designed in the early church. Mm. But as time has gone on, that's what the institution has come to be. Mm. But this text, if we look closely, allows us to realize what our commission really is. We have ministries, but above that there is the mission of sharing the gospel. Not with just those whom we are comfortable with, but the whole world. Look at the text. It says, of all the nations, we live in a multicultural society today. We don't have to go to the Middle East or to Australia or New Zealand in order to find somebody, amen, that needs to know about Jesus. We don't need to go that far to find another culture because our country alone is a melting pot. As a matter of fact, in this room right now are multiple cultures. In this room, there are those who are separated by certain affinities that they have most likely we got some hip-hop culture folk in the house got some old-time traditional in the house hey we've got some got some uh, uh uh um quartet in the house even that designs culture even those things can separate if you're not careful but we must remember amen that we live in a multicultural world And that our mission is to reach across cultural lines to share the gospel. Because the gospel can include all cultures. Amen. All men can be saved. The council at Jerusalem had a big argument over trying to proselytize Gentiles into Jews. No, let Gentiles be Gentiles saved and Jews be Jews saved. Amen. That the prostitute shouldn't have to clean herself up first to be saved but she can be saved just as a prostitute. The pimp doesn't have to clean himself up first, but right where he is as a pimp can be saved. The alcoholic, the the drug abuser, right where they are can be saved. The middle aged, the old, the young, right where they are can be saved. The poor, the middle class, the upper middle class, the rich, right where they are can be saved. That's what the gospel is all about. That's what our commission is, is to go, ye therefore, into all the nations, across all of the cultures. And not just sit on our area which is confined to us that we are comfortable. Amen. And the the text goes on to say, and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we believe, amen, that, that salvation comes first from the evangelist and then we start discipleship. But if you look at this text closely, we start teaching those to start obeying the things of God right where they are. So discipleship starts first. Out of discipleship comes salvation. They've got to know what to do first. Amen? Amen. Teaching them. Amen. Making disciples. Baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. With the identity crisis that the church runs into, amen, I believe sometimes we forget that Jesus is with us. When we go out into unfamiliar territory with folk that's cussing and fussing, amen, with folks who are doing all manners of evil, amen, we begin to become afraid and, and we want to turn off our lights just in case they might see it. We want to move right on by. But those are the same folks that we've been left here to save. Those are the same folks that we used to once be. I know for a fact myself, I cuss like a sailor. I used to sing songs in cuss words before I was saved. So if that Jesus fanatic had not been able to look past my filthy mouth oh my to share the gospel with old raggedy me, Oh, where would I be? And you know, God's got somebody for each one of us. Got somebody who's raggedy. Got somebody who's uncultured. Got somebody who's unsaved that he wants each and every one of us to share the gospel with. Because we have the keys to the kingdom, church. If we want a better world, it starts with the church. God is calling us to call out to others that they enter into our kingdom and be extracted out of the darkness and into the marvelous light. We are the change agents in this society. But we're not out here alone. We're not out here without help. Jesus Christ said that it's more expedient that I go to the Father, that when I go to the Father, I will send the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit enters into us, he empowers us to carry out the mission that God has commissioned us. And in the Spirit of God, that's how Jesus is with us always. We must always remember that greater is he that is within us than he is in the world. We are overcomers, church. And every one of us are responsible for somebody. God ain't left us here for no good reason. Amen. Amen. There are some crack addicts. There are some some lying, cheating folk that need to hear the gospel from us. Amen. Amen. Because the gospel will change a life. Right here before you is testimony of a changed life. One who they could have wrote off. Amen. But God wrote me in. And so you don't know who you're going to roll into. You don't know who God is saving. So you must not hide your lamp up under a bushel basket. But you must let your light so shine that men see your good works and glorify God. Preach the gospel in all the nations. And so we have this text that encourages us to go into unfamiliar territory. To stop trying to be safe and comfortable. Because in safe and comfort, the the radicalness, the progression of God's kingdom does not get done. I'm so glad that Jesus didn't stay comfortable in Nazareth or in Galilee. But Jesus traveled from village to village. to hamlet he he traveled to jerusalem he traveled to folks that didn't like nothing about what he was doing but he did it anyway for the sake of the gospel yeah. he did it because he knew that it was no other way and we know there is no other way out of hell and damnation except through the gospel yeah. of jesus christ it is the way Paul says in Romans chapter 1 I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to whomever believeth, to the Jew first but also to the Greek to the Gentile to the one outside of the commonwealth of Israel the gospel is free to them as well. So saints of God as I come to a close I encourage us to don't Forget who we are. Don't fall into the identity crisis by not applying the word of God to our lives. Not acting out those things which we ought to be doing. Faith without works is dead. James says, show me your faith without works and I'll show you my faith with works. Saints of God, press on. And don't be discouraged by the, by the chaos in our society. Don't be discouraged by what's going on, but be encouraged that God is still with you. Yes, be encouraged that his blood has never lost its power. Amen. Be encouraged that the gospel still saves. Amen. And be encouraged that God has a plan. He's got a master plan for the entire world. Amen. And you are part of that master plan so keep on pushing. Keep on pushing and keep on praying. Keep on sharing and let God use you to affect somebody's life. Because there is a little boy or a little girl, there is a man or woman out there made just right for you. Amen. That you go and tell them the story about a man who lived 33 long years. Well that you go and tell a story how he was born of a virgin wrapped in swaddling clothes that he didn't have a place to lay his head that he was put in a manger because there was no room in the inn tell the story about a man that grew To 13, 12 or 13 years old. And he began to deal with the leaders of his day, contending for the gospel, the freeness of righteousness without works. Go tell little boys and little girls, men and women, about the one who said one day, I must be about my father's business. Go tell the world about that one who walked the dusty streets of Jerusalem. Healing the sick and raising the dead. Go tell the world about that one who gave sight to the blind and hearing to those to those who could not speak go tell them about that one who in the garden of Gethsemane prayed a prayer that was so anguish that he began to sweat like drops of blood go tell them about one who asked his father if there's any other way let this cup pass from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Go tell the world about that man who allowed the Roman gods to seize him. Go tell the world about that man that one of his own disciples betrayed him. For you and for me. Go tell the world that that man was marched down the Via Della Rosa outside the walls of Jerusalem to a place called Garbath's Hill. Go tell the world that they put nails in his hands and they put all the praise one of these days we are going to be changed he's going to wipe every tear from our eyes no more sickness and no more pain it'll all be over that's good news saints of God so keep on pressing keep on telling so that as many can press in, can be in that coronation. Many as can press in, can get their crown. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen, amen. At this time, the doors of the church are open. Amen, there might be somebody here today in a crowd this size, that's been hearing about Jesus but doesn't know them themselves. that can honestly say today I, I heard about Jesus grandma talks about Jesus mama, daddy, granddaddy cousins, uncles I heard about him but I don't know him for myself today is a good day to get to know him for yourself The Bible says God demonstrated his love toward us. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. That is an open invitation for anyone who will come. And it won't cost you a dollar. It won't cost you 50 cents. It won't cost you nothing because Jesus has already paid it off. But it does require something of you and that is faith in Him. It requires you to say, Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, will you forgive me of my sins and come in my heart and live in me. That God will come and do the perfect work in you. Transforming you from darkness to light. We don't yet know what we shall be, but we will know when we see him face to face. But your journey starts now. Its journey starts with a decision and a trust and dependence on Jesus Christ. It turns with repentance, means turn. Turn away from your wicked ways and turn unto God. And let him do in you what you cannot do for yourself. Amen. As the choir sings, this next selection here with us. Amen. I want you, those who are sitting in the pews who don't know Jesus Christ, amen, to get to know Him today. but there is still plenty of good room. Amen. Jesus will. Amen. Amen, Amen, saints of God. Amen. And especially, um, amen to our visitors today. Amen, the Wheeler and White family. It has been a joy to have you with us here at Zion. Amen been a pleasure to hear the wonderful songs of Zion. Amen. And the great spirits that know the Lord Jesus Christ in the house. Amen. Amen. And if the Lord says the same, when the year comes around again to come back, please do. Amen. We enjoy having you here with us. Amen, New Zion. Amen. 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 So at this time, amen, if all heart and minds. All clear. Amen. Eight, All right. Come on, Rev. To say to the family you, love you.